everybody. Welcome to Tales from the Kayfabe. I am Kevin Devine. I am Jack, not telling you my last name. I am Matt Firehunter. Matt Firehunter the first. Uh, (laughs) Wow, we're starting off goofy already. Uh, I love it. Uh, we have a bunch of goofy stuff to start with, but uh, cool. But you know, let's let's start with uh, something that's currently going on in the okay. current product of WWE. Oh, which, which brand? Is... Which brand? Uh, Raw, Raw, Raw. Okay. Uh, Braun Strowman is a big dude that can move pretty fast, and uh, oh. in comparison to other fast or big dudes, he's a, he's in the monster class, right? So. Of, of... That's exactly that's okay. exactly what it is. Is he's that a, a real classification? Yes and no. Like basically, the giants like, are because now I'm definitely like, oh, wrestling has the same classes as D and D. Yeah, I mean, it kind of <laughs> does sometimes. Yeah, that makes they, sense. they have classes what, like what, high what, flyers. What are you, Dean Ambrose? Oh, I'm an elf. I'm an he's elf. A white trash elf. White he, trash uh, elf. <laughs> They have high flyers. They have all around wrestlers. They have characters. They have, uh, you know, j- there's all sorts. But the monsters are the big, tall dudes that are just there that are there to fuck you up. And uh, uh, Kane was a good monster for a while. Uh, big Show at first, then he became a comedy act. Andre the Giant for a while was just this monster. Uh, so really, it's just these. Uh, George the Animal Steel, even though he wasn't George this, Animal Steel. even I, though he wasn't this big dude, he was a monster because he would like eat the ring po- or the <laughs> turnbuckle, and like he would do monstrous stuff. Kids were scared of him, legit. Bill Burr has a story of how he was just like frightened by uh, him as a kid because he had a green tongue. So there's I, definitely he was one of, he was mommy, one of my favorites. Mommy, like, mommy, remember mommy, I was a little kid, like watching him, like George because Steel. yeah, he'd come out, he'd come out like crawling like not crawling but you know that sort of sideways shuffle yeah like and then they come out to the ring and and like everybody always acted like they had no idea what he was gonna do like the people in the ring were like oh man he might jump on top of me and eat my eyeball you know it was it was that type of deal those are monsters they don't some a lot of times they don't speak much uh undertaker was at first definitely in the monster category uh, they don't really speak much. They're there to scare, and you don't know what they're going to do. Um, so Braun Strowman, they're building him as a monster. Right. Uh, we've already talked about how uh, Roman Reigns isn't really, like, people don't really like him much. Like, the, he's just, like, the children's champ, and everyone boos him and everything. So uh, <sighs> they also want to build Braun Strowman. Well, Braun Strowman, uh, they did a thing where it was him and Roman Reigns. He attacks Roman Reigns backstage. So the attack, I always loved the backstage attacks because they're like, oh, what are we going to do? They take this to a level, though. And a couple things I've seen before, but a couple are newer. Uh, so what happens is he... he Beats him up, kicks his ass really well. And so then, Braun Strowman just like attacks and uh, just, assaults, just, him just assaults him backstage. Assaults him backstage, and then they put him on a stretcher. He the, And he, he leaves the room. They put him on a stretcher. They're like, we got to get this guy out of here. And he he like starts beating. He comes back, beats him on the stretcher, <laughs> and then takes the stretcher and throws it off of like a uh, – like rolls it off of like it's an area where trucks like you know that yeah like, like the, where they load and unload <laughs> like a loading yeah, dock, loading zone. Loading dock. like, like a like, loading dock it's like five feet up in the yeah. air or something so it's like, like a five feet drop obviously they did camera tricks and everything and it was a dummy <laughs> you, you can obviously it was yeah. see it was a dummy and they did a thing where they just kind of pan over and look at Braun Strowman and they turn back and Roman Reigns is there just laying there but like it's this whole thing he just pushes them off and then he just like pieces out like, <laughs> see you guys and then just walks away and then they cut to commercial or something come back they're like okay or they they finally get him out they they got him back and they put him on the stretcher again and they get him into the ambulance 
And then Braun Strowman just shows up again. And this is where it's a little newer. I have seen the ambulance attack, but I'll I'll tell you what happened. Uh, he attacks him in the ambulance, then gets out of the ambulance, closes the door, and then turns the ambulance on its side. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. The That's awesome. You could hear like whatever machine they were using on the other side of the ambulance, and, but whatever, it was still pretty cool. Like yeah. he just turned over the ambulance and then just well, all right, and walked yep. away. That's what I do. That, I just lift ambulances. <laughs> just turn it over, and he's not really attacking for any. There, there was, like, a little bit of reason, but there's not, like, a lot of reason. And then the next week, uh, like, there wasn't, like, a, oh, he did this to me. It was just, like, oh, I'm sick of him. <laughs> and just, like, he might have interfered with a match. I don't know. But he just he just destroyed him. Uh. And then the next week, uh, Roman hasn't been back since. Uh it's also because I think his his brother passed away as well, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, we talked briefly about his brother was in a group called Three Minute Warning. Uh, they were one of the groups that uh, interrupted Billy and Chuck's wedding, if you oh. if you remember that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's we briefly talked about mentioned him, but uh, but yes, so. I think he needed time off anyway for all of that, so that's just how they was got him. Was his brother still wrestling then? No, or? I don't think so. Okay. Not that I know of. He he wasn't wrestling in the WWE at least. Hmm. Um and it was his older brother too, so he was he was a few years older than him. I believe his brother was like forty seven or something. Ancient in wrestling years. Mm. I mean, look how look how the Undertaker looked. He was fifty three. Yeah. And like he was But his wives stay the same age. They do. <laughs> they do. I looked that up. I was just I was just sort of curious. I'm like I'm like, oh who would cause they did that big thing like oh he broke character and said hi to his wife on his way out. And yeah. I was like, Who is his wife? And then I'm like she was Oh, he's had a few and they just keep getting younger. They they do. <laughs> they do. Um, got to trade in for the new model, mm-hmm. right? Right. The new, the new, the i i wife uh, s seven came out, and they had to get the new had one. To get the new one, so it's it's <laughs> it's it's got shut sensitive buttons <laughs> and a better and a better selfie camera. I guess I don't know. Like <laughs> look better in pictures with it. So he's backstage How the next week. How insulting was that, that? What that I just was like, you look better with pictures in, like with your. I don't know. I felt like I really objectified women just it's, there. It's gonna be all right. They don't. No, no, no one. No right. one does. No one does. Yeah. You're right. Fuck this. <laughs> no women don't. Anyway, uh, <laughs> no. I think well, my mom does. Oh yeah, really? because she like yeah. I think my mom does because I think she listens to everything that like I do. Like in like in a creepy way. I'm embarrassed now. I know. Like, did she like so? And, like, did and you I think, fuck a computer once? <laughs> like what? <laughs> and I think she's like show. I think she um. I think she played part of it for my dad, oh, just no. like on her phone, just but like at him, uh, like this oh. is your son's voice out of this phone. Oh God, no! Which is also just how phones work when you call them. Yeah, I don't call them. I d- <laughs> That's the only way did, they can hear me. Oh, okay. Did, did you want to leave a message for your mom yeah. right now? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, so the you next didn't week- give me the information I needed, mom. You're dead to me. All right, <laughs> there it was. So the next week, Braun Strowman is on Raw, and uh, he's just backstage, just beating the crap out of a random like five foot tall wrestler. <laughs> Named Kalisto, Mexican wrestler with the mask and everything, and just throws him into a dumpster. Just like throws just, him. He's just beating people. He's just beating people, no and, and then Big Show comes in. Yeah. Says, hey, you want to pick on someone? Pick some. Pick on someone your own size. Meet me tonight in the ring. And so challenges to him a fight. He goes out there. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this or not. Uh, it kind of TMZ had it on there. It was weird. But uh, they did a really cool thing that they have done before, but they don't do it all the time. Uh, he went to uh, uh, suplex the Big Show off of the top rope, 
uh, which it, which I see a bunch of wrestlers do, but it's really cool when the big guys do it. Yeah. Uh, he suplexes him off, and the ring collapses. I would think so. Wow, <laughs> it's obviously a gimmick, it's, right? It, 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 they it's, put some, they put like some, they push a button, they push and, a button yeah. in the hydraulics in the back, like or underneath, yeah. they just crash. But I mean, the whole thing—they're like, "Oh my god, this is eight hundred pounds slamming down right. on here!" So the ring collapses. It's a cool thing. They've done it before. They've done. This is the third time I've seen them do it. Each time with the big show. But uh, but they don't do it all the time, right? They they've done it three times in the course you know, of almost twenty years. It's crazy the amount of engineering they put into those rings. Oh though. my god! Like I I was watching a a monster garage like f- seven years ago or something uh-huh. like that, and they had they had a pop up uh, wrestling ring. Yeah, and basically, I mean, just the amount of reinforced steel and stuff that they have to do just to keep those ropes up because those guys are big and they're jumping off of them and they're just like, this has to be strong, guys. You oh, can't yeah. fuck around with this. Yeah. You know, and like the, the springs and the padding and the layers of shit that they throw on there. Like, Yeah. Uh, they have just, they kind of, they used to have, I heard someone talk about the rings recently but they used to have like uh basically you get the wood and they had like four sections and then the middle section would kind of have a spring in the center of it yeah uh but that spring would bottom out all the time so it really wouldn't do much uh it was stiff to fall on and people were just like oh man this is rough and then they would have these actual ropes uh they have cables in a lot of the other promotions. Like, all the indies and stuff have cables. They have actual high-tension ropes and everything uh, that that really do a cool thing. It just looks cool. Anyway, uh, some guy up in Alaska would do promotions and, and work with the WWE so they wouldn't have to, like, bring a ring up there if they did like small shows so they're like oh yeah we're gonna send some people up there you got a ring cool and hit and then people fell in love with the way he did it which really is all the enforcements are on the uh are all on the edges and he just has big long planks that go across that are really tough go across the entire ring and therefore, you have a natural spring in the middle of it. And then they put a pad on top and then the canvas on top of it. But uh, it's really cool. There was one time in an Undertaker match, Undertaker-Brock Lesnar, where he tombstone Brock Lesnar. Uh, and he actually like cut the padding and the canvas off, off and expose those boards and it was really cool uh it did nothing but it, it did was really, nothing it but did, it looked awesome it, was, it looked cool uh uh i like that our, we had a little side venture into how it's made how it's made rings. how, how it's, it's made um one last thing with uh braun Strowman. uh that guy he threw in a trash can challenged him to a dumpster match the next week uh the the, the like yeah Kalisto. He's, Kalisto. He's very fast, he's, and he's so he thought he could do it, and he actually kind of won just by like he was standing on on the canvas, and he just kind of pushed him off, and he stepped down, and technically was in the <laughs> technically was in the tra- dumpster, and so he lost the match. But then he didn't win the war because oh! he went back in and beat the crap out of him, and then threw him in the dumpster, then took. <laughs> then took one of those like uh, you know the yellow straps that like lock it in, locked him in the dumpster, went to the stage, and then pushed it off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> they're like they're making Braun Stro- is it Braun or Braun Braun? They're making him such a sociopath because the few times I've seen him do stuff, he basically just beats people until they're unconscious and then keeps beating them. Yeah. They're just like, no, that's a heel thing. We're just going to keep hitting them. Yeah, we're they're building the monster. That's what yeah. monsters do. That's what, that's what monsters um, do. That's a fucking monster. Automobile gangster. Oh, shit. I don't know the rest of it. It's going to rhyme some beats and... and it's and, a, it's, a, it's Nicki Minaj's version, Kanye's. So, 
Let's talk about uh, <laughs> the song's called Monster. I was doing a thing. Let's talk about I didn't know an that. actual giant. Andre? Uh, Andre the giant. Andre. Uh, this is probably one of the most famous matches. Uh, it was seen by most people back then. Uh, this is 1987 WrestleMania three. Was you... this when the 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 Hulk versus Andre? Yes, it was. Ooh. So little background. Uh, Hulk Hogan, Andre wasn't gonna wrestle too much because he was looking a little bit weak, and he went on and move. He moved on to uh, he moved on to acting. He was in Princess Bride around this time, and on the set of Princess Bride, McMahon called him. He's like, "Hey, pal, we need you. <laughs> we need you for this one." He's like, "I don't know," and he's like, "You'll be facing Hogan for the title." He's like, "Okay," and he never held he never held the title at that point. Uh. Fun was, fact, yes. So, during his biggest tenure, I guess, of like pre this, was Andre considered a face or a heel? He was a face. Okay. He was a face, and he, he was, was like... a monster face. Yeah, and he was like the guy because uh, WWF would never let him lose a match. And he was undefeated for 15 years. <laughs> Just there. I don't know if other right. places, but for 15 years he was undefeated because uh, he was this the eighth wonder of the world. He yeah. was this icon, and they never put him because they were never unsure. They were never quite sure of his health and other reasons. They never put him in the title picture because they also wanted to protect him. Like, oh, if we put a title on this guy, it's going to be there forever. Like, right. we're not going to make him just lose the title one day if we want to move it on. Or if he wants to go film a movie. I was just about want, to yeah. ask that. Like, how does he win every match but not have a title? Well, yeah, they just don't put him in the title, in the title matches. Yeah. Um. So, and they've at, they asked him on there, like, oh, why won't you ever win a title? He's like, I don't want to. I just want to be Andre. That That's just how he summed it I up. I just want to lift two women up in the air at yes. the same time. <laughs> That was like his um, deal. Like he would, they he just would do put that. like a lady on each arm, and he just like haul them in the air. <laughs> he would do that with kids. Like yeah. a, a lot, a lot of kids have uh, uh, Stephanie McMahon, The Rock, all have pictures of him, ju- of them just sitting on his bicep. Yeah, like, he's just holding them up, and they're just sitting there having a good old time. But uh, uh, he, he, it seems like he was a really good guy, and. Uh, Hold on, I got to another story there. So, here was the buildup. Uh, he hadn't lost a match in 15 years. Hulk Hogan had been the champion for three years. And for some reason, they bring out uh, both of them and give them both trophies. Uh, Hulk Hogan gets this huge trophy for uh, being the champion for three years. And for being undefeated for 15 years, like... Andre gets a small trophy, like the size of my, the cup in front of me right now. I was going to say, is like, it actually a small trophy, or is it a regular-sized trophy, and it's in his hands? It's a small, like... It's a monopoly Like a participation yeah, soccer trophy. Exactly. Uh, it's like one of those, and so he's like, look, you see him looking like, what? And they talk a little bit, and it's like, oh, okay, what's going on here? The next week, uh, one of the segments on uh, Raw, no, it had been Saturday Night Main Event. Uh, one, one of the wrestling segments was uh, Piper's Pit, Rowdy Rowdy Piper, who we're going to talk about later on in this show. But he would have he would have an interview show, and he was interviewing Hogan, and uh, all of a sudden, Andre comes out with Bobby Heenan. Bobby the Brain Heenan was a bad guy, bad guy manager, and. All you had to do was stand next to him. And you'd get the heat. And you would automatically get heat. And so everyone's like, what is going on? All, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. Andre's a bad guy now? What happened? And uh, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> you who, gave me a small trophy. <laughs> you gave me a small trophy. Uh, I don't like your small trophy. I want big one. I want big trophy. Hogan. Hogan, who I'm pretty sure was on coke at the time, uh, just you know that was his whole character. He was just coked out of his mind, just, and he doesn't remember any yeah, of those years. He was like, and he remembers them, but he was just like, oh, brother. And so he comes out, he goes, 
What? What's going on? Tell me it's not so. Tell me it's not so, Andre. Uh, <laughs> you can't believe it. And uh, there's you're I'm, associating with this no man. Uh, and like he looks down at Andre and says, "Look at me when I'm talking to you." And I could barely understand what he's saying, but yeah. he says a couple other things, and then just and Heenan is like, "You, you're friends, but you never once let him uh." challenge you for a title match and blah 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 and then and he's like Hogan still can't believe it and Andre just rips the shirt <laughs> and necklace he was wearing a, a crucifix necklace off of Hogan just rips it off of him and just walks away <laughs> when he ripped the crucifix it kind of stabbed Hogan oh, a no. little bit so you do get this really cool visual where there's just blood running down his chest <laughs> And the only thing, like, and Hulk's just like, what? What's going on here? What's going on here? And and uh, Piper, I don't know where I'm at. I'm, I'm full of cocaine. I'm full of cocaine. <laughs> what are we doing, brother? And and Piper's just like, you're bleeding. And that that ends the segment. Hey, bud. You're, you're hey, bleeding. bud. You're bleeding. You're bleeding. And you're commercial. Been, you've been stabbed, Hogan. You've and been stabbed commercial. By Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Let's go to commercial. Let's go to commercial. Let's go to commercial. Uh, so, <laughs> so that happens, and it, and it's pretty like they go back and forth for a couple weeks, but it's pretty clear WrestleMania three is gonna be Andre, who hasn't lost a match, versus Hulk Hogan, who's had who's had the belt for three years, uh, and it's these two big attractions going against each other, which had never happened before. So, uh, it, like, they're like, he's like, I don't know. When he tore that shirt off of me, brother, he tore my heart out of my chest. Aww. Like, saying Aww. it like that, and they're like, are you are you going to fight him for the title at WrestleMania? And he just goes, yes! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hulk. Hulk, Hulk Hogan wasn't a person. He was he just. Wasn't. He was he just. Was he's like a doll that you pull a string and he <laughs> says random shit. That was all he, he ever was. was. He was. He, he was a. He was a doll filled with coke and catchphrases. Catchphrases and cum. All right. Uh, coke. <laughs> coke. The three C's. The three. The, the three C's. Coke. Coke. Catchphrases and cum. cum. Let's not forget the last one. <laughs> Uh, hey, Mama Martin. How you doing? <laughs> Hi, Mom. I hope you're proud. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, the whole thing is this destruction of a friendship. Uh, it, it's the entire angle uh, that they're going through. And uh, he had never been a bad guy before, but all of a sudden he, uh, Andre is. Uh, they ended up, that was the big attraction, and uh, they ended up uh, selling out the Silver Dome in uh, Detroit area. Uh, 93,000 people, reported 93,000 people showed up. 93,173. Uh, making it the record for the biggest indoor uh, sports event. Play. Just Play, play, whatever you want to say. But, uh, the whole match is pretty cool, and it's uh, it's an iconic one. And also, from uh, this is before the days of pay per view, so they had it on closed circuit, so like movie theaters and stuff like that. But they would also like this was such a big event. I heard someone say like there was like a small arena, and there were seventeen thousand people in there just watching it on a screen. Yeah. And this is also the thing that Hulk Hogan would never shut up about after it Oh, happened. he never has. Like, <laughs> so, oh, my WrestleMania 3. My pythons made him fly. So the whole match, and before apparently Hogan was like, I'm not sure if he's going to, I don't know what Andre said, but he's like, I'm not sure if he's going to work with me. And he was like sweating like before, like he goes, I don't know how this is going to go. If he's going to like, or it's like, I got a little confused. He thought he was going to shoot on him. 
Oh, so Hogan thought Andre was going to shoot on. Like, and he Andre thought, could. Like, he could have just picked him up and thrown him. <laughs> like, and just held him down, held yeah, his shoulders yeah. down and pinned him for real. Yeah. Like, and he, he knew he could. And so he's like, I don't know what's going to happen, but because. Like, <laughs> I don't have I enough don't, cocaine for this. Just, where's my coke guy? There's not enough coke. They don't have coke in Detroit. Or come in the world for this match. <laughs> not enough, there aren't enough C's for me. <laughs> I, I'm, out of, I'm out of coke and he scared the cum right out of me. And I'm all out of catchphrases. <laughs> Brother. Where's oh, there's one. I found fun. one. I found one. So uh, he finally he finally picks him up. Uh, he picks him up a couple times. If you've seen the match, the whole thing is, uh, the whole story is he's so big, but he keeps trying to pick up Andre the Giant. He keeps trying to pick him up to body slam him and then do the leg drop on him. But uh, he, like, every time he tries to pick him up, he ended up, he ends up buckling under the weight and just falling down. And Andre <laughs> pins him for a couple seconds. Right. Yeah. Uh, so then, that that then, was the whole thing, and then Andre kind of jumps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, isn't that how he finally got him? Like, like he, he he basically jumped into his arms. Yeah. Well, he like he had he had Andre sort of in that position that he could do the the yeah. What was it? It was the shoulder. It was a body. Slam. It was a body slam. Yeah. Okay. But like Andre eventually just kind of did a little hop to get him over that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. So finally, uh, finally he does do the body slam, then does the leg drop, and that was the whole thing. Like, oh my god, he finally did it! Because every time he kept picking up, it's like, oh, he's not gonna do it. Uh, this would, this is one of the more famous matches. Yeah, I would say. Uh, yes, I mean. Like not no because I don't know the not match. No. I don't no. know the match. Then it's not. Um, and not. And I'm I'm sure it was famous at the time. I really just have a question of like, would they even have let uh, like Andre win since he had kind of moved well, on a little bit to I, hold I the title? I think they were unsure on his health. Yeah, that was the right. Main, the main thing that so was, I, I watched a documentary on Andre the Giant. Mm-hmm. And that was about the time after he did uh, Princess, Bride. Princess Bride. They were really worried because he was having heart problems, I think, right? Now, like, he came back a couple times. He, he did a couple more WrestleManias, I think. But uh, it just doesn't make financial sense to give the title to someone who's not there. Well, they did that right now. All but the time? <laughs> they, they're doing that right now. The current champion is Brock Lesnar, and you haven't seen him since WrestleMania. No. So, and they did that with him before. Uh, back then, no, they would never do it. They they didn't even think about doing it until three years ago. So I I don't think they would do it. But at the same time, uh, little known fact nowadays, uh, you Hulk Hogan really wouldn't wrestle on free TV. He would show up, be his coked out character, and just do whatever do whatever he had to. But he, you really wouldn't see him on free TV wrestled too much. You had to pay to go to the house shows and uh, and pay-per-views, basically. And they only had, like, two or three pay-per-views a year. Uh, so that, that, was, that was where it was unique. And he was the big attraction. You wouldn't see him. Uh, you would only see him twice a year wrestle on free TV, and that was, like, for the November and May sweeps, basically. Uh. That was it. Uh, so, and they would build it up and everything, the whole thing. That's, that was kind of how they made Hulk Hogan special. Andre the Giant, he won for 15 years because you saw him about wrestle three or four times a year. He he wouldn't wrestle that much. He wouldn't, he wouldn't be on the grind every night, uh, wrestling. So that's pretty much that, that was pretty much it. It was a very big match. Yes, because of the nepotism involved Uh in wrestling, I wonder like how 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 did Hulk Hogan get the in? Like how did that guy? Because it could have been anybody. Okay, you know, like it could have been anybody. They could have. I have an answer. Oh, did you? I have an answer. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, Rocky three. He was in Rocky three. Yeah. Okay, but. 
here's what you don't know, or because you might not know, that is before Hulk Hogan was Hulk Hogan. He did have the name Hulk Hogan, uh, but he was not signed to the WWF at the time. He was up in like uh, a northern state, nor- midwestern northern state. Uh, Michigan or Minnesota? Like Minnesota or something like that. Uh, he was up there for a while. He was on different territories. It was a big territory circuit back then. Uh, but Stallone saw him somewhere and wanted him in Rocky Three. And then right when he was in Rocky Three, everyone was like, whoa, who's this guy? And he he had the charisma to carry on. Uh, Vince McMahon wanted him. And uh, his first uh, the first show that WWF had him on was actually here in St. Louis uh, at Wrestling at the Chase. They took over Wrestling at the Chase, brought in Hulk Hogan and Mean Gene Okerlund for <laughs> some reason for that for that show, and that was the first time you saw Hulk Hogan back in a WWF ring. He did wrestle a little bit for uh, Vince McMahon Senior in the seventies. But uh, but they brought him in, and he just had this character, and McMahon had the drive for the character. So it was those two together that made that so huge. He's like, he's like, oh, you you've done something. You're kind of famous. Yes, I'm gonna go ahead and ride that train. I'm I'm. He he didn't ride the train. He conducted. He conducted the, the train. <laughs> he built that train. He, Hulk Hogan was a train. He he was <laughs> he was leading it. He was shoveling coal. That's what he was yeah, doing. <laughs> and, and he did it great. He he did it great. And that it was um he had the look, he had the character and everything. Uh but he just but it, and it was like he had the look and and Hulk Hogan just uh Hulk Hogan was in Rocky 3 and so since people recognized him they would come out to the shows and Vince McMahon was just like okay yeah come over here we can do something with it got a show on MTV uh and that's how it kind of blew up from there yeah uh really and then you know you had the Saturday Night Main Event which was on which was on channel well, channel five. It was on NBC. Uh, <laughs> only, only channel five. I do have I do have a story I heard about them. Uh, they had a show here in St. Louis, and it was getting late. It was like almost midnight, and for some reason, it's just the weirdest bunch of people. It was Bob Costas, one other announcer that I don't remember, and they're both dressed up in like suits. And then uh, Hulk Hogan and Andre, and, like, they just go, Andre's like, I'm hungry. I want food. <laughs> and so, like, and everything's close. So they, McMahon's just like, oh, take my limo. Go find something. And so they all get in his limo, and they drive around anywhere they can go to, and it's all closed. They finally find a White Castle. Yeah, the bastion of hope yeah. in a dark, dark land. They finally find a White Castle <laughs> and go into it. Like they, they don't go to the drive through. They they walk into the White Castle. Two guys dressed in suits and Hulk Hogan in his gear, and and Andre in his gear. Who has to who has to crumple up into a ball so he can walk through the door? And who has to probably order? Ten crave cases to get his proper nutrition. I would like some sweet potato fries in a bucket. I would like your entire deep fryer. Thank you. (laughs) Give me all of it. Wouldn't that be great? Uh, Of what? It. it, Just all. Just everything you have in your walk-in. Just, just keep it coming. Uh. Hulk and Andre go to White Castle, the oh. prequel to Harold and Kumar. Yes. So, uh, to answer your question, Hulk Hogan was the guy just because they had uh, the drive was there, and and uh, that's what basically he had the character, he had the recon- recognizable features there, but each 
Like, he just McMahon, kept doing movies too. Like, he, he kept doing movies, and yeah. and so that was kind of where they were like, okay, we're gonna have this guy doing both. I mean, honestly, if they wanted to, there there could have been a couple other guys that really could have taken that those reins there. Maybe Jesse Ventura, who knows? Because uh, he was a good promo guy, but he was mostly heel. I don't know. He just had this baby face thing down and he, he was rarely heel in the WWE and you didn't really see him heel for about 15 years there. Maybe even more, maybe 20 years until, uh, until he was with the NWO. But, uh, I don't know. It's Hulk Hogan. I think he just caught on for that time just because uh, kids loved him because he was so energetic and he was so <laughs> coked out, coked out of um, his mind. Hey, brother! Hey, say your prayers. Eat your vitamins. <laughs> That's snort, what he would say. Snort your vitamins. Snort your. I mean, eat them. Say your vitamins. Eat your prayers. I mean, take reverse it. No, reverse it. My heart hurts. Uh, there was a WrestleMania. I think I've talked about this, but there was a WrestleMania a couple years ago where they had The Rock, uh, Steve, Steve Austin, and Hulk Hogan all come out. And Hulk Hogan was the first one out, and it was at the Superdome in New Orleans. And he goes, hey, guys, it's uh, it's really, hey, Hulkamaniacs, let me tell you something. It's really good to be back here in the, in the Silver Dome. And everyone's like, what? And then he just kind of looks and is like, I'm sorry, brothers. I was thinking about WrestleMania three. This is the Superdome, uh, and the uh, great Im- improvisation that went on there was the next person out is Steve Austin, and he just gets in the ring and just starts staring down uh, Hulk Hogan. And he goes, "Hey, I'm glad to be back in the Silver Dome myself." <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and Hulk just looks like shit, <laughs> and and like. And then he they do a whole, hey, I respect you, whatever, that, that whole thing. Right. And then The Rock comes out, and The Rock says, finally, The Rock has come back to New Orleans. Finally, That means, finally, The Rock has come back to the Superdome. <laughs> and just, you see, at that point, Hulk Hogan just go over the ropes and just put his head down. <laughs> it was pretty great. It was pretty great. Did, and then that's lesson number one through six that I love in improv is if your friends make a mistake, you fuck with you, them. Yeah. You never let them fucking forget it. Yeah. 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 You fuck with them. Uh, so moving on from that, if you have any more Hulk Hogan questions, I'll try to answer them. That was, that was my main one because I mean, that's the thing. Like you, how did he become the guy? How did he become the guy or how does anybody become the guy whenever <sighs> the entire thing is run by, Vince McMahon. Yeah, Vince McMahon and two other people. Um, I'm going to cut a story short here. But ba- to answer that question, like, I I actually, uh, I think I was going to save this for next week. And I, I can still save more of it. But uh, uh, Steve Austin, I plan on doing a whole thing on Steve Austin. And just to tease that a little bit, Steve Austin, of course, they didn't think he was going to be the guy at all. They No one, uh, some people thought, but uh, Vince McMahon did not. And he didn't like the Texas accent. He doesn't like Southern accents at all. <laughs> Vince McMahon. Like, We've covered this. We've covered yeah. that. But uh, finally, someone's like, give him just a couple minutes. And uh, Steve Austin came out. At, his nickname was or his name was the Ringmaster, Steve Austin, <laughs> which was just dumb. He wasn't doing much with it. But he came out, and he hated it. And... Uh, they he did two minutes of commentary one time and everyone's like see this guy can talk and he's like fine and then he would talk as the ringmaster and then finally he told someone okay i hate doing this can i come up with my own gimmick and I'm like fine and he's like guys come up with a name for me i he saw like a uh he saw like a hitman for the he was looking at a documentary for a hitman for the Chicago mafia named the Iceman, and uh, he goes, "I wanna, I want this character. I want to be just that." And so they came up with uh, Austin I, Smiley, Austin Icy, the Freeze Man. <laughs> like it was just the dumbest names you could think of, and he's like, "These all suck." And then one day he was at Cold Stone Creamery. No, but you're not too far off. (laughs) 
he was he was just reading the, the list to his wife, who was British at the time, and she's still British. This she's is just, worthless. <laughs> she's still British. I I I recognize what I did there. She's still British, but his wife at the time. His wife at the time. His wife at the time. She might not be British she anymore. Be I British didn't anymore. I didn't keep track. She might have renounced her British. <laughs> she Brexited herself. Uh, she's like, you guys are leaving here. I'm. She's the one that is staying with the union. So. <laughs> so uh, she. He's talking to her, and she goes, okay, he, here's your tea. Drink it up before it gets stone cold. And he's like, what? She goes, that's your name. And he but, goes, yep. And that was it. It was Stone Cold Steve Austin. And at first he used – at first he kind of like just talked like this, and I'm going <laughs> to – it was very soft-spoken to get rid of the accent. But then when they're just like, okay, be yourself a little bit, he just was saying anything he could. And, like, it was to the point where he was saying, like, uh, he had a feud with Bret the Hitman Hart, and he'd be like, yeah, you put an S in front of your name, I'll, I'll tell you exactly what I think about you. And so he was calling him Shitman instead of Hitman. Thanks for spelling it out. Well, I'm just, you look confused. <laughs> I don't I, spell well. No, I got I'm it. glad that you said it at the okay. end. All right. Well, then we're moving on. <laughs> uh, we'll talk more about him later, but... Long story short, they didn't think he was going to be the guy until he was really ramping up. And then he's like, oh, he's got charisma. Okay. Vince McMahon really looks for charisma more than anything. John Cena will say that he fought tooth and nail. And then finally it was like, hey, this kid's got something. And then he was the something for the next 12 years. But, uh, but I mean, it, it really... This guy could represent us on Fruity Pebbles. I, I think The Rock might have been the only guy that they really like looked at. Like, oh, this is our next guy. Kind of like a Roman Reigns, but Roman Reigns isn't nearly as charismatic as The Rock. Not even a tenth. But, uh... Yeah. The Rock... He's can, maybe got the charisma of a rock. Yeah, could be. Roman Reigns can... Who's the guy who's They're playing... cousins, by who's, the way. Who's the guy who's playing Aquaman? Uh, in the upcoming, DC. he looks like him. Yeah, he's got that same sort of like feel to me. Yeah, he it, does. And and like and I've never really liked that actor all that much. Mm. Like I, I spent a whole, I mean, Stargate Atlantis. All right, he was there. He was in that. I, he was. I he never was, watched yeah, it. I I was in. I was into it. We don't uh, know this guy's name. We're not gonna. We don't. Say we're it. not gonna say it. But but yeah, I've never never been a huge fan of that dude. All right, uh, let me transition to a couple things now and then we'll get back to the rock uh this one we're not gonna spend a whole lot of time on because this is what no no oh, this is one of the things uh I, when we first started the show i said there are things there are stories that are trapped in their own time and some are trapped in a different time and they're just never appropriate for any time uh this is one of them <laughs> I don't know a whole lot about the buildup of this, and I tried looking up the buildup. Uh, I don't think it's that important, but but uh, so what horrible racist thing happened? It's racist. <laughs> it's what? racist. Roddy Roddy Piper uh, was against a uh, against a guy named Bad News Brown. Uh, Bad News Brown, African American. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so. Uh, so he, they say, okay, you're going to fight Bad News Brown. And Bad News Brown didn't really want to work with him because he heard he might be racist. Uh, so he's just like, okay, whatever. Let's let's just do this. And uh, finally, Piper Piper's like, okay, here's what I'm going to do. He was going to come out for an interview where he was going to talk to Mean Gene Okerlund with a left face profile and then turn and half of his face was going to be painted black. Oh, <laughs> of course it was. Yes, this is like I, c I cannot tell if it is more or less racist to be half blackface. Uh, I don't know if I don't know if that I think it's equally. It's the same. I think yeah, it's, it's the same. It's just so like. What was Clearly. His, what was his deal, though, when it returned sideways? Because yeah. if it was Roddy Roddy Piper, he probably did something super he was, dick. He was doing some characters, and then there was one where he turned and started singing True Colors. <laughs> oh, man. 
I see your true colors. It was real weird, <laughs> and I don't think anyone was for it. Yeah. And so, like, he would do those promos like that, and everyone's just like, okay, that's weird. So then it was WrestleMania six, I believe. He comes out, paint it half black, head to toe. Uh, not just his face. <laughs> Came out. Not just his face, his whole body. Yeah, and and it's not getting a good reaction. Everyone's just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? And, and like, uh, it, it is also, like, they they found special paint so it wouldn't rub off during the match, which great. Uh, <laughs> whatever. They put a lot yeah, of effort would, into this. They bit. did. They put, put a effort. lot of. They put a in. lot of effort effort into their racism. Yeah. They don't want it to just rub right off. <laughs> so, so the match happens. I think. I think Bad News Brown wins. I'm not sure. It might also be have been a double count out. I don't know, but like the whole thing happens. Uh, and like Piper knows, okay, that did not go over well. So he goes backstage and the special paint they had has a, had a little, had a bottle of stuff to, it was just the special remover for it and everything. The lady in, in makeup is like, it pours it on and starts rubbing it on his cheek for like five minutes and nothing is happening. Uh... And they're like, what's going on? They can't. They can't get it off. He he's half he's half black now. He's uh, he's, he's like, got to live with that. The whole right side. Yeah. So he's just like okay. So he just goes out and gets drunk. And uh, what turns out is Andre wanted to play a prank on him, so he dumped it out and replaced it with water. <laughs> and it was Andre the Giant So when he found out that happened He couldn't could do, do shit, shit. <laughs> <sighs> He couldn't do shit right. uh, So So he, he He goes He says he goes home uh, But they are in Oh I forget I think they're in Toronto They're in Toronto He's got to go to He's trying to go to Portland, but he's got to go to Chicago first. <laughs> yes, he's got to go to Chicago for customs and everything. And he thinks they're going to hold me up at customs. And I think he's also a dual citizen or he's originally from Canada. But they just look at him like, all right, go ahead. They didn't even think about it. Yeah. But like, like he's ha he's half black, half white. Obviously, like, he's yeah, got a whatever problem. But he's like walking through the airport. People are looking like him that they're like. We want to kick his ass, but they're they're like we want to kick his ass, but you can't hit a crazy person. Like it's <laughs> it's like a like that's what he said. It's like this weird like we don't know what to do. Like like we're not sure what we need to do here, and so he like they even everyone's looking at him like what the hell is going on? And one lady was just like, cause he was bringing this big stuffed Mickey mouse. Uh, that's home even to, better. So, and he's wearing, you forgot to mention okay. the big stuff. Mickey yeah. mouse. Then, hold on. Bearing the he's, lead. <laughs> he's also wearing a cowboy hat. So he's wearing oh, a cowboy hat. He's, still not as cool. He's, he's as the Mickey mouse. He's holding this big stuffed Mickey mouse for his daughter. Oh. And, uh, he, he got to Chicago all right, but then going Chicago to Portland, they were like, they're like, uh, they're like, what is it? What are you doing? And they're just like, whatever. And they go, they go, okay, if you want to bring that on, you got to check it, the Mickey Mouse. And so he's just like, I see what's going on here. <laughs> and just was like, yeah, I'm buying Mickey Mouse a first class ticket. <laughs> <laughs> he just bought a seat. For Mickey Mouse. Buy a seat for me. That's the only way he made it home. Yeah, he made it home. Uh, he said he had to go to the sauna. It was three weeks until that came off. He was going to the sauna. And rightly showering. so. Yeah. Rightly so. Yeah, that's his shame. That's yeah, like, if you're going to do something super racist, mm -hmm. you might as well wear it around for three weeks to let people know. Uh, so let's move. We, we also talked about The Rock. 
let's talk a little bit more about The Rock. Uh, Most notably, The Rock and Sock Connection. Uh, That was Mick Foley and The Rock. Mick Foley was the one who who spearheaded this, like, let's be tag team partners. Was he doing Mankind at the time? Yes, he was. Uh, Mr. Socko was his gimmick. He had a sock puppet that he would shove in people's mouths. And so... They, it was the rock and sock connection, and it was the best way it was described as this all-star football player in high school and his geeky best friend. Like, it was really that, but, like, the Hulk wouldn't acknowledge... Like, if someone tried to fight fully, he would fight him, but he would pick on his friend all the time. Yeah. And it was just a whole catch... The best part were the catchphrases. Like, the rock had has a thousand catchphrases, and one is... For the millions and millions of rock fans out there. And and so then McFoley would go, and this is for the dozens and dozens <laughs> of mankind fans watching at home. And just and they would and like he would like just get mad at him. And then there was one match where they were all there and Something happened where they were all like the wrestlers. I don't know. They all, were all the wrestlers. All the wrestlers. Were Every all wrestler the, that existed. All the wrestlers. There was were like there. there was like four wrestlers. All in the high ring school wrestlers. All college yes, wrestlers. They were all there. They were all <laughs> there. there. Ninety-three thousand people up. in they the Silverdome. <laughs> so superheroes. I they think, all showed up. I think it was supposed to be Triple H that uh, he was supposed to shove the sock in Triple H's mouth, but he. Triple H ducked out of the way, and he ended up shoving it in The Rock's mouth. So The Rock was pissed, and he was like, Rocky, I have something special for you on your special day here. Uh, He's like, Rock, this is your life. And if anyone knows what I'm talking about, there was an old TV show called This Is Your Life. I really want to still be on that. I don't know if they have it anymore. (laughs) And I will bring it back specifically for myself. I just wanna, I just wanna dig some dead people up and make it happen with their dead corpses. Yes. All right, weird. Uh, Thanks, mom. Thanks for making me think of that. Yeah. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> uh, so they they do that show uh, with mankind being the host, and here's who he brings out. Uh. He well, he starts putting balloons in the ring, and when he says this is your life, balloons drop from the ceiling and confetti, and everyone's like, "What the hell is going on?" Just well, the rocks like looking around, like, "What the fuck?" And he brings out his sixth grade home ec teacher, like for real, like no, real, these are all actors. Are they all actors? These okay. are all actors, but the rock, this is your sixth grade uh, teacher, and she taught you how to cook. Smell what the rock is cooking. You see, all right, so. The best part is anyone he brings out, The Rock cuts promos on. <laughs> like, like, so this old lady comes out. And she's like, oh, yes. And she doesn't say anything. And she goes to give him a hug, and he stops her. And he's like, I remember you. You remember? All I wanted to do was make pancakes. <laughs> and you wouldn't let me. We made apple pie. We made rolls. We made all these things. You would make me. You wouldn't let me make pancakes, and then on the last, second to last day of class, you go, "Hey, guess what, Rock? We're gonna." She called him Rock. Apparently, <laughs> we're gonna make pancakes tomorrow. And he goes, "I was so excited." The next day, I went there, and you said, "Oh, I'm all out of Aunt Jemima." <laughs> <laughs> so he couldn't make pancakes, and he goes, "Do you still know how to cook?" She goes, yeah. He goes, do you make rolls? So like, yeah, and everyone knows what's coming. He goes, well, you need to know your role and check your no Aunt Jemima acid and no pan Aunt Jemima no pancake have an ass into the SmackDown hotel and shames her out of the ring. <laughs> she goes, Aww. next person out is his uh, high school football coach, Aww. who he yelled at his coach because apparently he gave a, a he he was a defense. Men and he gave a, uh, he basically gave the big boot or like did a wrestling move on a quarterback. And so he goes, You made me run sprints and you benched me for the next game. And he goes, And he's like, Well, 
he's just looking like, okay, I did what I had to do. And he goes, I see you still got that whistle around your neck, huh? You got that whistle? Give it a blow. He blows it. He goes, yeah. You know what you can do? Take that off your neck. Get it all shiny. Shine it up a little bit. Turn that bitch sideways and stick it straight up your candy ass. Aww. That's what he's doing this whole time. He even They even bring out his first girlfriend. He just, he's just being mean to him. He's, he's being mean being to him. mean to everyone from the, his past. The first girlfriend is a little weird uh, just because he goes, we used to kiss and we would describe them kissing. And then she, he goes, and you would whisper in my ear, hey, Rock, go to second base. Which I've never had that happen. Like, go ahead. Go to second base. You've had that? No? No. Okay. No, I've never I I never had a girlfriend that knew what the bases were. Yeah. That's a I very <laughs> bases strongly believe that only men know what the bases are. I've been asked about this a couple times. Uh I just don't the bases are just a weird thing. Yeah. It's it's middle school stuff. Yeah. Like it's very much like a, uh, almost like achievements unlocked type thing. Second base, we'll just go with this because yep. second base, second base is, is boobs. boobs. Stuff. Is second base under, boobs? And I under only the know shirt that. Boobs. What's first base? Uh, I think it's base. kissing. Yeah, okay. I think it's making first out. Base, kissing. I think it's more than. I think it's like, making out. Second yeah. base, second base boobs. What's third base? I think that's oral. <laughs> I is think that- it escalates <laughs> very quickly. Yes. I think it <laughs> escalates very quickly. Okay, and then and then home run is just yeah. a sex, finger sex, blasting. Sex. This, no, no, is that, I think I think third base encompasses finger this blasting is... as well. Yeah, pew, 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 and then and then I think and third home base run encompasses is sex, and then grand slam is an orgy. Uh, but uh, yeah, what's what is is is, is anal just yeah. like what's a, anal? It's a bunt. <laughs> it's a <laughs> it's, that, no, that's. <laughs> I, I stole home, guys. <laughs> Anal's the dugout. That's the dugout. Ooh. That's the dugout. <laughs> and then S&M is hit by pitch. <laughs> and then shortstop is blue balls. Ooh, we had to, we had to yeah. walk him. We had to walk him, and he, he bunted a runner home. So, nah. Uh, so... Apparently she says that. Uh, I'm only saying I know second base is, is boob because I think uh, uh, Susan G. I, I know some people that had like t-shirts on that said save second base and it was for uh, breast cancer awareness. I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's definitely what it is now. Anyway. Thank you. Thank you, cancer. Thank you, cancer. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I didn't mean to say that. And, uh, look what you did, Mama Martin. Look, look what, what you did. Look what you did. Uh Fire Hunter. Fire Hunter. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's your real last That's name. That's my real last name, Fire Hunter. Um, the Rock. The Rock then says, uh, "You know how you used to tell me to go to second base, and he would describe like going up her shirt and everything, and, she, and he goes, and guess what you did? You cut the Rock off at second base. <laughs> you cut him off before he could get to second base. Aww. And uh." And he goes, and now you're out here, and I want to get this right because this is a great one. Uh, let's see. This is now you come out here and you want to serve rock. You want to serve the rock uh, a piece of that poontang pie, poontang pie. Uh, then said, yeah. He goes, <laughs> I don't need any pie. Take your poontang ass out of here and escorts her out of the ring. He's he just was, cutting promos. He's just yeah. yeah. Uh, my favorite is that he still brought it back to home ec. Yeah, yeah. he's still enjoying yeah. pie. He still likes pie. Uh, still likes then pun. there's a then there's a thing that like you you see something moving underneath like a sheet, and he goes and is it Poontang? It's not Poontang. Okay, uh, it is a clown. <laughs> Named Yurple the Clown. Named Yurple? Yurple the Clown, uh, who comes out and, and like, he goes, uh, Mankind's like, I got you, Yurple the Clown. And she, like, starts putting stickers on him. And, like, he almost breaks. You kind of see that, too. He <laughs> yeah. almost breaks when the clown starts putting, like, a streamer on him. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> he asks the clown, what's your name? It doesn't matter what your name is. And, and he's like, Yurple's here for a reason. He goes, Yurple's going to lead us into singing happy birthday to you, Rock. And he goes, and Rock just looks at him weird. 
Yerpel, who cannot sing, starts singing <laughs> Happy Birthday. They bring a cake out with his face on it, with the Rock's face on it. And the song ends, and Rock just goes... Rock just says, The Rock's birthday is May 2nd, you stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and it's at the time it was September. Uh, which so many things I love about that. Which, a good thing we love right now is when this episode airs, happy birthday, Rock! Happy birthday, happy Rock! Happy birthday, Rock! Yeah! The Rock's birthday is May 2nd, you stupid, stupid son of a bitch. What, what I think we're underselling, though, is Mick Foley. Because Mick Foley had been milking this. Oh, like, that happy... Happy dumb face just doing his he, deal. Like. He really was, and he was really into it. A couple things before we end this. Uh, it does end with Triple H attacking, because why not with a sledgehammer? Yep, and, of course. And uh, that's just kind of how it ends. And then later on, they <laughs> and have the clown a, dies. The clown dies. <laughs> they, they have a match later on that night. Uh, but a couple things about this. Uh, it went on way too long. It, I agree because it was it was pretty much improvised because <laughs> uh, like one of the actors goes, OK, what are we going to do out there? And uh, he, like Mick Foley was just like, oh, well, I'm going to say something. Then the rock's going to say something. And then he's going to then I'm then he's going to say something else. And then you're going to leave. And he's like, what are you guys going to say? He's like, oh, we don't know yet. <laughs> and, I love that The Rock can come up with those, like, yes. turns of phrase on a dime well, like that, though. He knew some of, like, he knew his catchphrases that he was going to get out right. there, but the hot piece of poontang, I don't think anyone was going to approve that. And so he was just, he just did it. But, uh, oh, man. Uh, so it went on. I think it went on like for 15 minutes yeah, or so. Yeah, that's far too long. And and it was only supposed to go on Rule for of like threes, man. maybe eight. 15 and, is a multiple of three. And so Vince <laughs> Vince is backstage just like because they're having to cut matches. They're yeah. like, he's backstage just seething and like doesn't say anything to them after the show because he's smart and he's like, Let's see how this did in the ratings, and then I'll yell at them. Yeah, because he's very back then is very ratings based. They're they're it's during the war, uh, the Monday Night Wrestling War. Uh, so he saw it. That segment alone, not the entire show. That segment built up to twelve million viewers. <laughs> <laughs> just to hear the rock bitch at people. Yeah, just, and it was just it was just people going like basically calling up their friends like, okay, turn the this is awesome. Turn, turn the this, channel. Turn what, this on. He's what's being... going on? It it like it hit so many viewers that like he was just he couldn't say anything and like was just like, Alright, good job guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Alright, cool. Uh, uh it it was like some of the highest ratings they had at that point. Uh, and they're just like, what the hell? He, he was confused. He was confused, to say the least, as to why that dumb segment. Yeah, just this dumb bit that they decided to do. And was... it was, yeah, Mick Foley was really selling it. Like, this is your life. Because he, he's looking up to The Rock, and it's clear that The Rock doesn't even care about this affection that he's pouring out. And then The Rock's birthday is May 2nd, you stupid son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> like, it, it was it was the best. Uh, they tried to recreate that with John Cena. It didn't work out. It was bad. Uh, <laughs> but it was just the fact that Mick Foley was so like, oh, here's a clown. And <laughs> he gets so happy. Mick Foley's so good about, he's like. so good. He's just, I don't even know how to qualify it because it's not complete innocence but it's it's sort of this inner and excitement that he brings mm -hmm. to like his stuff like you, you never feel like mick foley's innocent but he gets he gets excited and 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 it's just something like strangely wholesome and then he turns into a psychopath yeah and it's amazing it's just amazing we can I, end on this mick foley 
has a room in his house where it's Christmas all year round. Yeah, it is. That's perfect. I need to know nothing more. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> and I don't know anything more. I, I will say this then. Uh, he also, for a year straight, wore nothing but uh, Santa Claus shirts. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it was pretty great. Yeah. I need, I need no more information about Mick Foley. That's perfect. That's mm-hmm. a perfect That's enough. enough. Yep. That's, That's enough. enough. That's have, enough. A, have a great week, guys. And no. bye, mom. <laughs> bye, fire, fire. Wait, wait. Yeah, bye, fire hunter. Fire, fire hunter. hunter. <laughs> fire hunter away. <laughs> away. Hey guys, if you uh, like this podcast, please let us know. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Also, you can like our Facebook page. Go to Facebook and type in Tales from the Kayfabe. Uh, tell us what you think of the show. All that good stuff. Also helps uh, if you leave like a comment and a, sp- a five-star rating on iTunes. And, and your picture. And your home address. Home address. And your, your social security number. Your VIN number. Your mother's maiden name. And blood type. Thank yep. you. Bye.